namaste to all and a cordial welcome to the 10th session of uh, gurukula uh, today we have uh, dr pavan madan with us uh, uh, to talk on the topic uh, clinical significance of krimi uh, chikitsa a cordial welcome on behalf of all of us to pavan madan sir pavan sir welcome to gurukula sir namaste uh, namaste to all good evening from india so uh, i kindly uh, introduce uh, pavan madan sir before uh, sir starts his presentation uh, sir is specialized uh, for more than 27 years uh, of uh, clinical practice he has a global experience uh, specialized in treating many disorders but uh, has a special inclination towards lifestyle disorders and uh, chronic disorders he has a patient friendly approach and uh, that makes him a great uh, clinician so that is uh, very important he is uh, having a sir is having a holistic approach uh, in uh, diagnosis and treatment of uh, any disease or any patient which comes to a stable like comprehensive approach what we can call it as so as he also conducts uh, psycho counseling uh, sessions uh, to the patients so that makes better understanding of uh, the diseases sir uh, pavan sir works as uh, senior ayurveda consultant and uh, technical lead manager in punjab zone of uh, jiva ayurveda corporation faridabad uh, today sir will be speaking on the topic uh, clinical significance of premichikitsa uh, what do you pavan sir it is a great privilege and opportunity for me from easy ayurveda to present some of my views and some of my experience on this less known topic so the topic is creamy chikitsa first of all i would like to say some few words why i am talking on creamy chikitsa because in today's time we are fighting with many such diseases with many such diseases which are generated due to auto immunity in the body and we have very less weapons to take care of these so we will see today what can we do for these autoimmune disorders uh, with this line of treatment which is called as creamy chikitsa i would i would elaborate what is creamy and what is creamy chikitsa in the next few slides in today's time the practice of ayurveda is being done in two ways one there are some practitioners which are doing ayurveda treatment with the modern diagnosis and there are few others which are doing ayurveda treatments with ayurveda diagnosis actually both the systems both the lines of making uh, doing treatment are right but if we want to get very good results we generally uh, i would prefer to be on the ayurveda diagnosis and ayurveda treatment so whenever a disease comes to it us case come to us we would like to make an ayurveda diagnosis for that particular case and then we will we'll chalk out the ayurveda treatment and for doing the ayurveda treatment we have many many options few of the options i am going to discuss first of all we can name that particular case as a specific disease which is called as vyadhi and we have the particular treatment for that particular vyadhi right if we are not able to uh, diagnose that case into the in, in into a particular vyadhi which has been explained in ayurveda then we make the diagnosis as per the pathology in the particular part of the body where the pathology is present so that is called as shroto dushti so this is a technical term so this is also we we come to know where is the shroto dushti in the body and then we employ the particular line of treatment for that particular shroto dushti may it be a number of diseases included in that shrotas shrotas means channel and 
another way of doing the diagnosis is doing the diagnosis as per the disturbances in metabolism generally this disturbance in metabolism is is in the body is in the tissues but it can be on the level of intestines and can be on the level of git and both of these are called as agni dushti agni is agni is the digestive capacity digestive power of the body which is named as agni in ayurveda so we can diagnose certain kind of conditions as agni dushti then there are some other conditions which don't fall in the category of vyadhi srota dushti and agni dushti and then we diagnose those cases as dosh vaishamya so dosh i hope uh, everybody is well aware of this term which is called as dosh so dosh is some factors entities some may call it as energies some may call it as factors in the in the body which are needed for the normal physiological functioning of the body and if the physiological functioning of those particular entities and factors disturb then they can produce disease in the body so in that way there can be n number of entities in the body which are called as dosh right so some of the conditions are called as dosh vishamya so some other cases which could not be diagnosed even in dosh vishamya and there are some anatomical disturbances those categories of cases are diagnosed in the term dhatu vishamya dhatu means tissues tissues of the body with which the body is formed so there is another category which is called as mal vishamya mal vishamya is when there is a disturbance in the processes of evacuation in the process of evacuation from any part of the body whether it is it is like a, a, a gross or subtle right so that is those cases are called as malavashamya so we can diagnose that particular case in any of these categories and then we can employ the particular line of treatment and we can give care and cure to the patient next when we see all these categories through which we can diagnose that particular case in in the form of ayurveda diagnosis but there are some cases in which we see even if employing the normal ayurvedic line of treatment we are not able to provide the required therapeutic effect to the case see what are these cases let us say there is a case there is a 21 years old boy which is having chronic allergic rhinitis with urticaria for many years he has been diagnosed as a case of particular vyadhi which is called as jeerna pratishaya or chronic allergic rhinitis all the treatment opposite or suitable for that particular disease has been employed but still the boy is not getting permanent relief though he is getting the symptomatic relief for few days but again the problem is coming again and again he has taken many antihistaminics many antiallergic tablets but still the problem is recurring again and again then how and what we can think of that there is a need to think in such a case again there is a case of 12 year old boy with a bad wetting you consider 12 year old boy having the problem of bed wetting every day or every other day and this is a very irritant thing for the boy as well as the family the usual treatment which is like psychotherapy or some some mild sedatives or some digestives or some brain tonics they are given for this problem but still we see we are not getting the result even after doing the proper psycho counseling psycho counseling of the parents 
of the family uh, but still we are not getting the results here we need to think something which is later later thinking we need to do why this is happening so we will find out why take another case of 27 years of female having pain abdomen with various digestive upsets and ayurvedically she has been diagnosed as a case of vataj grahini all the treatment of that vataj grahini which is which is texted which is which is mandatory like deepan pachan grahi anuloman like specific digestive and carminative treatments has been given but the that female is not getting relief she has to take ppis and other modality improving drugs again and again then what what to do how to proceed again a 47 years of male having psoriasis and eczema so mixed picture of psoriasis and eczema and he has been diagnosed as what we call it in ayurveda it is called as kushta rog and we know what are the doshas in that we know what is the what is the rakt dushti in that case we are employing all the rakt shodhak chikitsa we are employing all the corrective chikitsa for correcting that dosh vaishamya or the disturbances in the doshas but the case the male the person is not getting relief so what chikitsa siddhant line of treatment should be thought of in such a case another case these are very important cases like i have taken one case of sle so sle a case of sle comes to us systemic lupus erythematous and the she is having lot of different symptoms she is having skin problems skin symptoms she is having joint pains arthritis is there we are diagnosing that case according to all the rules of ayurveda we are treating the specific cause of that disease which is called as arm we'll see what is arm next in the next slide we are doing all arm pachak specific treatments for arm we are doing all dosh viparit chikitsa for that but still the lady is getting bouts of symptoms again and again so need to think alternative in such cases another such case this is a very interesting case this is a case of alopecia so alopecia has been said as a, it's a very difficult problem there are no uh, significant and sure short sure treatment for this so uh, so we like that this young young male 24 years boy has been taking the treatment of alopecia from many dermatologists he has been given many anti fungal shampoos many other such medicines but not getting relief so how to make a diagnosis so these are few of the cases in which this there this is a common problem this is a problem for for an ayurveda physician as well as for a modern physician and we need to do something which has not been done yet in the science so what to do here comes the role of ayurveda then ayurveda says we need to do something which is called as hetu viparita chikitsa in such case hetu is the reason hetu is the cause cause of the disease viparit means opposite so when we will do the treatment of the cause of the disease in particular then we may be able to provide relief to the patient so here proper history taking is important investigations also sometimes helps to find out because we all know we are using hundreds of types of investigations to find out what is the cause but the question still remains the same are we able to find the cause 
or if we think that this is the cause of the disease are we able to cure that disease by treating that cause yes of course in some cases like in like in some infectious diseases we are able to but there are many other diseases which i have given the examples we are not able to provide the required relief so here proper history taking is the key for unlocking the hetu of the disease to find out the causes of the disease we need to know the proper history taking we need to take at least history from the last 20 years in that particular case and from that history we will we will come to know if we can find out the cause of that disease or not so what we need to think in such cases like in all these autoimmune and allergic disorders what are the factors which we need to explore that is called as amadosh dushivish and creamy these are the three important things though i have uh, written all these things differently but they are interconnected like amadosh may produce creamy creamy may produce amadosh amdosh may produce dushivish dushivish may produce amdosh so let us see what what are these things so i should not confuse uh, all of you so what to see so amdosh as simply i have written very the explanation of these two terms in simple lines but there can be more explanation to these terms when we'll go in detail but in general we need to understand what is amdoshes these are the intermediary unmetabolized products of digestion and metabolism and these are the unmetabolized products at the level of git as well as at the level of tissue level in the cells in the tissues and in the gut also although all those materials are called as amdosh right so any product which is like an unmetabolized product can be called as amdosh if that particular factors is exhibiting the properties of amdo similarly dushivish dushivish are some specific products or molecules or entities uh, which could not be metabolized and evacuated from the body simple so these are two similar things but there can be some difference dushivish is something which is there in the body for years amvish is something which is there in the body uh, from recent times so when amdosh becomes chronic 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 and Uh, and still not producing a disease it is called as dushivish right so these are the two, two similar things next we will see we'll come to our topic that is called creamy so what is the meaning of creamy so you can see on this slide this is some few references from some dictionaries of ayurveda as well as from some text of ayurveda though there are many many references but i have chosen only th these three references to know what are actually creamy So creamy are those organisms in simple terms that moves and walks is creamy. That is the literal meaning of creamy. Creamy uh, creamy's literal meaning is which means to step in or to walk. So what we will see again in the next slides and in one uh, Ayurvedic text which is called as Rasajalanidhi. Uh, in that text in chapter twelve is completely devoted to these creamies and those. here we will find all the worms and the bacilli and other microorganisms will come under the broad so these these creamy are micro or macro organisms on simple terms these are micro or macro organisms which can be seen with naked eye or which can those even those oh, yeah. cannot be seen with naked eye in ayurveda literature many types of creamy has been named and they are given different names i'll not go in detail of that but 
only we need to know that creamies are those organisms micro or macro which can be seen or even they cannot be seen with the naked eye some may be seen with the microscope even some may not be seen in the microscope even in today's uh, time of such a advancement right again next we'll see that what is the what are the causes of creamy production or creamy generation there are many many causes in the body which help the body which which gives a suitable medium in the body for the promotion or for the generation of creamy two of them are called as a gene the a person which is having chronic indigestion problems may lead led to the formation of creamy in the body it's a process a gene causing indigestion indigestion is producing amadosh amadosh is producing more of the clay now clay is some some technical term which can be explained in a in a good way so that clay helps to generate help or gives a conducive environment for the generation of the worms similarly there are few types of foods like which are very sweet foods which are very heavy foods heavy foods means which are very very difficult to digest right so intake of those foods continuously and in excess amounts lead to the generation of worms adhesion adhesion means we need to see when we are going to eat a meal we need to see whether the the, the food which we have taken before few hours back has been digested or not and if we are taking a uh, food again and again before checking this before our previous food is not digested that condition is called as adhesion and this habit is also producing indigestion then amadosh then again the formation of creamy asatamyam asatamyam means we need to know what type of person we are and we need to know in what area in what country in what environment it's called as a desh in in ayurveda terms so in what environment we are living and in what and in that environment what type of foods we need to intake so let us say a person who is living living in let us say in in india and he is accustomed to eat those kind of fruits which are not produced in india and those fruits which are imported from outside countries and he is taking those kind of foods daily daily and daily in excess amounts so that is that process is asatamyam and that thing is going to help the body to produce worms another thing is virudhashan virudhashan means taking the opposite nature foods see there are many kind of things which should not be taken at one time i will give an example of that is milk and salt when one person is taking milk with anything which is salty chronically daily on a daily basis in large amounts at a later stage he is giving a suitable environment for the production of creamy or the organisms or the micro or macro organisms so these are the few causes which i have listed though there are many other causes we can go in detail uh, in some other uh, presentation but just to know that these are the causes which which help to produce creamy in the body let us know the symptoms of creamy or creamy rogue creamy rogue so creamy rogue means rogue means disease creamy means i have explained creamy means uh, organisms so the diseases produced by the or those organisms which are seen or unseen which are called as creamy these are few of the general symptoms which are which are uh, explained which are written in this shlok 
So this is just for the reference. We'll see in next slides what are those kind of symptoms which we find in our practice to know uh, if the if the case in in front of us, if the person in front of us is having the creamy rogue or not. Symptoms of creamy in practice. There are many, many, many symptoms which are produced by the creamy, which we see in patients in general. There are some general symptoms. There are some specific symptoms. We need to see the, the more and the more symptoms. We need to see how many type of symptoms we are getting in that particular case. And we need to then infer from the history of the patient that this patient is having a lot of creamy in his or her body or not so like jwar and discoloration on the body and extreme loss of desire to eat loose toes although there are many many other causes of these symptoms but when these symptoms are combined with these symptoms like teeth grinding some somebody teeth grinding is called as i think this is called as bruxism in some places so teeth grinding is there abdominal pain is there itching on the body is there articarial type rashes is there there are different names, there are different terms, Kandu, Coat, Pedaka, Shavta. So we need to understand all these symptoms. We find all these symptoms. So let us say a person is having a discoloration of the body. Like there could be many symptoms of this, this discoloration of these blackish spots or this hyperpigmentation. But when they are combined with itching on the body all over and when they are combined with the history of teeth grinding, then we may decide on the lines of that this person may be having creamy. As I'm saying, history taking in a complete sense is the most important thing which will lead us to decide that the person is having creamy or not. I have done this in many, many cases, in hundreds and hundreds of cases. No worries, you, you can also do that. Similarly, these are some other general symptoms. This is increased libation in the mouth, nausea feeling at any time of the day, seeing any type of food or excessive sneezing or nasobronchial allergies when these combined with those like those those specific symptoms then you get many of these specific symptoms which are underlined and some of these general symptoms then you may think of that this person is having the creamy infestation similarly here we feel these are the very specific symptoms bedwetting is a specific symptom of worm infestation itching at anus is a specific symptom of a particular type of worm feeling of bore borigami is a particular type of symptom of particular type of worm similarly this is very important craving for some foods and extreme distaste for some other foods and you'll take the history of the patient you'll ask did you have craving for any type of food ever in the in your life in the last 10 to 15 years please ask these questions please 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 ask these questions you will find patient will tell today in today also i got a disease of skin disease like that was something uh, some disease was different that was like a fungal infection but that was not actually fungus when i took the history of the last 30 years then i came to know that that lady that lady is right now 50 years old and he she is having this skin problem from last four years and she told me that she was having a craving for eating um, uh, rice only uncooked rice like in the form of like 100 grams 50 grams daily what she was doing she was like putting the uncooked rice in water for some time and then she was eating and she was crazy for that right so this is 
this is a particular symptom of worm infestation right so when you will take history you will come to know many many such symptoms uh, even even though though maybe I, I have not listed those symptoms in in this presentation similarly there are some other symptoms like abdominal distension generalized body pain generalized body pain we are actually very much confused when their patient is coming generalized body ache we are going for all arthritic panel we are going for all uh, autoimmune tests we are go doing everything we are doing every uh, investigation but we are not finding the cause of why a patient is having generalized body ache. patient is patient is like weeping patient is like uh, saying I, I i my body is aching i'm not able to bear that painkillers are not working so please do find do take the proper history you will find this pathology similarly sneezing and chronic cold when a person having these symptoms with actual history of sneezing you will ask that you did you ever did you ever have uh, some symptoms like sneezing getting up from the bed sneezing going out in the air sneezing uh, when exposed to some heat or some cold and patient will say oh, yes 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 patient is coming with the skin problem patient is coming with eczema when you will ask did you ever had a chronic cold yes he will say i was having chronic cold and sneezing like 10 years back and it and it remained in my body for like 8 to 10 years and as soon as this this skin problem or eczema developed that symptom of chronic cold and sneezing went off so this this kind of history you will get so all these symptoms will lead you to think that this case may be a case of creamy infestation and you can give that patient a cure and help in a good way with Ayurveda. Another special symptoms of creamy, though these special symptoms are found in the cases which are like complicated cases, which are like uh, uh, very chronic cases. This is the reference from uh, uh, Sushrut Sanita uh, with the, uh, from Madhav Nidan. So we'll see there are few symptoms like feeling of what we call it as Jinjini. So Jinjini is a word which explains, which includes many different symptoms of neuropathy, like itching, like feeling of numbness, like feeling of coldness, like feeling of walking on the cotton, like feeling of walking on the stones. All these symptoms are of neuropathy and it is described over Jinjini, right? So in the later stages, when there is a too much of worm infestation, there can be destruction of hair of head, birds, malaria, like I said, in the cases of alopecia and their destruction of various tissues, there can be that, but this is an extreme condition. So we need to keep this in mind. So here we come to know that there is a class of diseases which can be uh, given a cure the patients of these diseases can be helped with the, this line of treatment which is coming from Ayurveda and Ayurveda's creamy chikitsa is going to help us all these conditions, nasobronchial allergies, articulary and related disorders, most of the allergic skin diseases, eczema, chronic dermatitis, psoriasis and similar diseases and many autoimmune diseases like SLE, scleroderma, multiple sclerosis, you need to take the history, though I am not saying that if a case is coming of scleroderma and with this creamy chikitsa you can cure it this 100 percent but if you, if our diagnosis is perfect if our understanding of pathogenesis of this creamy is okay and we are satisfied even if we cannot cure 100 percent this this kind of condition but we can improve the life of the patient like a patient of sle is suffering from too many problems 
like skin affections uh, like uh, joint pains and many other things so by applying these medicines this line of treatment you can at least help the patient to improve the life like various alopecias you all alopecias are not treatable with krimichikitsa this is this is clear one case is alopecia universalis not treatable with the krimichikitsa but there are some other types of alopecias which can be treated and we have treated such cases of alopecia right? but we need to connect we need to connect the symptomatology with the history and then we need to check out the line of treatment similarly many git disorders we call it as anadravashul parinam shul and many such things we call it as grahani many such cases in the in the broad category of gis disorders we can help the patients by this chikitsa bedwetting sure bedwetting the treatment of bedwetting with creamy chikitsa is 100% sure you can bring any you can take any patient of bedwetting take the history if you find those symptoms you apply the creamy chikitsa for 3 months you are sure to get the results right this is a small list of diseases which i, I have given there there can be more and more diseases which can be treated like this so after that uh, i would like to say something about some useful ayurvedic medications for creamy rog but this is very clear all these uh, details are for the information purpose only we need to employ the creamy chikitsa under the guidance of our ayurveda physicians this is very very important no medication is to be done by oneself by yourself doctor or your ayurveda physician must be informed must be contacted for this and every treatment should be done under the supervision of the ayurveda physician first is creamy kuthara ras this is this is a herbal mineral medicines though it has a main its its main component is palash which is called as butia monosperma and it helps in many ways it in many cases of nausea giddiness excessive salivation like i have i have uh, written the symptoms itching on the body itching at anus heaviness in the abdomen and this medicine need to be used judiciously as per the age as per the case as per the uh, the season we need to use this medicine under the guidance of ayurveda the physician then we can help the patient to cure the problem yes of course it contains a special uh, ingredient which is called as vatsanab so vatsanab is something like uh, a little bit of toxic component but you know toxic component does not mean that it is going to produce toxicity every time everything we need to use judiciously in the, even in in modern medicine the gold is used to treat rheumatoid arthritis so we we cannot think to use gold to take orally but like gold is used to treat rheumatoid arthritis in modern medicine similarly there are many other many things vatsanab like things which can be used in ayurveda medicines for treating many many diseases for getting fast results so we should not need to worry we need not to worry from these things the only thing is that we need to use everything judiciously in required amount in required patient in required season this is the conditions terms and conditions which need to be taken care of similarly another medicine is creamy mudgar ras so creamy mudgar ras is also similar to creamy kutharas there is a little difference as it does not have vatsanab so it is more like acceptable i, I would not say safer 
because Krimikuta rust is also safe. I'm using this Krimikuta rust from years and years for months and months on for two, three, four months, and I'm not getting any, any bad effects. But like it is more like acceptable. So it does not contain what's now. Uh, it can be used in even in kids. It can be used in those persons like uh, which have very low digestive power. They are like old age people. So we need to use this medicine in such cases. In all the cases of uh, creamy symptoms like indigestion, vomiting, fever, unconsciousness. Unconscious means like becoming unconscious for a small time. Like a, like a, like a simple unconsciousness, right? So one 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 symptom is repeated hiccups. Like this can also be treated with the chikitsa of creamy creamy chikitsa with treatment with this, right? So another medicine is vedangadi churan. This is in the form of powder. It contains simple medicines like vedang, sandav namak, small harad, kabila, all equal, and javakshar one by ten in from other great ingredients so this formulation is taken from chakradat i have been using this formulation for many years not a problem the only thing is that it can cause loose motion is if given in large amounts and when we need to give a good evacuation effect like we call it as anuloman with good deepen pachan like good digestive action good carminative action as well as creamy her action we use this vidangadi churan this is used in very small amounts and even in the in the in the doses of 500 milligram it works very well similarly there is another medicine vidangadi loha this is a combination of vividang and lobasam in min lobasam means this is a special kind of medicine prepared from the source of iron this is called as bhasma so this is also used in small doses can be used in any type of persons even in children this is not causing any problem and it is uh, it also worked as a rasayan with the qualities of uh, creamy her, it, it is having also the qualities of rasayan. It is supporting the tissues of the body. It is helping to grow the new tissues in the body. So it is something like which is good for the conditions of dhatukshay and dorbalya. Dorbalya means when there is very much weakness, fatigue or prostration. And it can also be used in some kind of anemias where warm infestation or creamy is with anemias. So this is a multi-purpose medicine, Vidangadi No. This Vidangasa is a medicine in the form of liquid and it is formed in a special process. So it has many multiple actions like Kaladipan, which increases our digestive fire, Pachan, it helps in digestion of the food we eat. It is grahi, helps in the proper formation of stools. It is called as antra shodhaka. It detoxifies the gut. So this is this is a very important uh, medicine. When we even if we can if we use it alone, vidangasav in the required dose, like 20 to 30 ml with 100 ml of water twice a day for let us say three to four months, it detoxifies the gut in a simple manner. We say like that. So it is also acting as a creamy herb, like antimicrobial or ketanonasha. Again, again, this medicine is acting as a creamy herb medicine, as well as it in the long run, it is acting as a rasayan medicine. Rasayan medicine means which is helping the tissues to grow in a healthy way, to form in a healthy way. So in the long run, it helps in the normal formation of various tissues, especially the blood. Body. Last uh, medicine which I use uh, in a very good way, very quite often, which is called as creamy ghatini churan. This is 
taken from Vaishwaja Ratnavali. It is containing simple herbs like Harad, Palash, Kampilak and some other herbs. This is a very gentle medicine which is called as Somme. Somme means gentle medicine. It is also having a, a good, mild, like luxative action. Actually, what the word luxative is not good, which is which we call it as anulomak action, means it helps the good evacuation of stools uh, to the person. So, if it is given with Ampachakchuran, Ampachakchuran is a specific uh, powder uh, which contains five different uh, medicines. So, which is a, which are like digestive and carminative. It is added with that. It gives wonderful results. Vimijatni Churan is given in all type of persons, whether any type of prakriti they are. That is all from my side. Uh, this was all I wanted to talk to you. And this is again, we if we want to know more about this, then we can go through this book when you are autoimmunity and energy which is my uh, little try to tell what I'm doing and collaborating my experience uh, in that book. Thank you very much. Thank you, Pawn, sir, for elaborating the positive factors and the different perspectives of understanding Krimi, different conditions in which Krimi needs to be considered and uh, different treatment aspects, medicines, formulations. There is a, a concept uh, where people understand or misunderstand like a Krimi concept is equal to bacteriology, like it can be compared to bacteria, virus, fungus, anti-helminthics, uh, anti-fungals and a uh, lot more things. What is your take on that uh, having worked on Krimi such extensively? Is it wise to compare or uh, we will uh, uh, keep Krimi and Krimi concept uh, different from that? See, in general, if we say, if we look at all the references, if we look at the Ayurveda literature, Krimi means all the microorganisms or the macroorganisms which can be seen which cannot be seen so if we take this definition then it all the microorganisms like bacteria viruses fungus helminthus can be taken broadly in that category but we are not taking all these organisms in that category for the sense of a difference because creamies are generally creamies we we take generally creamies uh, like parasites like those parasites which are seen or which are not seen because all the symptoms which have been described and which I have listed in the in my presentation they're all produced by parasites so generally what I consider is we should we need to like keep a little difference from the bacteria viruses and the parasites so parasites which may include fungus parasites which may include many other things they can be given the name as uh, one more question added to that, uh, like at the beginning of your presentation, uh, you gave an introduction, beautiful introduction. So like, uh, can we apply Kremichikitsa in conditions uh, where other medicines are not yielding good results? So can we think about Krimi in, the, in yes. those conditions? Yes, yes, very much. I am I am emphasizing this from the beginning of my presentation that we need to think laterally. We need to think all uh, this creamy in all the conditions of allergies and autoimmune disorders. Like is it like, is it wise is it wise to begin treatment uh, for many conditions uh, with creamy chikitsa itself? Like Ayurveda has a theory of uh, in most cases uh, because. Uh, most diseases are considered to be having their origin from Agni. So, Deepan, Pachana, Chikitsa, uh, we start with those Chikitsas. So, like, uh, what is Pavan sir's uh, uh, concept here? Can we also begin with uh, treating, because some of the formulations you mentioned, Vidanga, Churna and other things, where Deepana, Pachana, Samsana, all those actions are there, along with Krimihara Chikitsa. Is yes. it wise enough to start a Krimi Chikitsa in any chronic non-healing conditions, number one? 
and if yes what are the limitations yes yes we must we must give a thought to this seriously the basic concepts of srotadushti agni malavishamme are there they are present there so let us say there is a case of axima patient is having agni dushti we are treating agni with deepan pachan dravyas with deepan pachan medicines we are treating these things from the last 3 4 5 months and we are only getting results sometimes okay not okay and when just we are stopping the medicine the condition is again recurring in that case we need to think that agni dushti that agni vishamya what is the result of that agni vishamya in a later stage in the chronic period like a person is having agni dushti let us say from last 10 years do we need to think the still patient is having only agni dushti we can use only agni uh, corrective chikitsa and the patient will be uh, like uh, cured because in the chronic condition that agni dushti may have lead to the uh, generation of many other causes and one cause is really that is why i'm saying we need to we need to uh think a step forward from the basic concepts and then we need to take the history we need to take the symptoms from the last 20 years then we need to club all those things then we need to see what we are thinking is right or wrong and if it is matching then surely with this creamy chikitsa we will get the results for example all the urticaria cases all the urticaria cases test this creamy chikitsa for let us say like 45 days you'll start getting the result uh, vikram ji asks uh, here as you mentioned uh, rightly about the promotion uh, that uh, which promote growth of creamy in the bodies like you mm-hmm. mentioned causes of growth of creamy in the body mm-hmm. uh, before that uh, creamy should be present to grow it should be present in the body does ayurveda explain the entry like a portal of entry of creamy into the system yes there are two things whether creamies are al- uh, already present in the body or not or whether they are uh, getting an entry from outside world microorganisms are always present in our body our gut is contains 3 trillion types of microorganisms even our full body is not having such a number of cells right so the question is our body our mouth is exposed our our openings are exposed to the environment and our intestine is generally exposed to the environment totally it's a channel from the mouth to the anus anything is going like air is going this everything can go in this and come out from this it's a open channel so we already having all types of organisms in our body point is that our body if our immune system is good if our immune system is not is not allowing that organism to grow then these organisms these creamies will not produce disease and generally what we see is every other person is having worms but do every other person having uh, some kind of allergic or uh, autoimmune diseases no because when a person is having a good immune system the body's immune system is not allowing that or one more thing is that even let's say suppose we are having a gen- i'm j- giving a general example suppose we are having microorganism in a number of 100 we are having 100 microorganism one type of micro 100 and that body is uh, stopping them to grow and that they are not producing any any pathology but if that 100 becomes 100 millions or 100000 then there is a possibility then the symptoms will come this is one thing another thing worms or microorganism can come from outside also we we our our bodies have many openings and they can come 
not a problem. Even so, they can come, they, they can come from the cut surface, cut surface of skin. So that's where uh, Bahya, Bentra, Krimis, everything has been explained in uh, yes. the text that yes, we say. Yes. And Vidanga also in our Shastra has been used as a Rasayana also, sir, in many yes, contexts. Yes, that, that, that is why Vidanga so, sir is working as a very good Rasayana. Very good Rasayana. Thank you, sir. Uh, Dr. Padmavati ji uh, has a question here. What about craving for milk cream? Is that also due to work? Uh, it, can be. it can be, it can be. Mm -hmm. That is why I am not listed any food. I am saying mm -hmm. craving for any food. I have seen, I have seen patients craving for cold drinks. One person saying me, I was taking cold drink with every meal. I was not taking water at all for years, for three to four years. After that, I got articulia. One mm -hmm. person, like I gave the example of that she was taking the, the uncooked rice. Another thing. Some person is taking that habit is called as pika. Another, another, another person like you will take the history from the kids. You will find very, very amazing, amazing symptoms. A person, the mother will say, my kid is like uh, 10 years old and he's not eating any like any solid food. He is he like behind the milk. He, he demands milk like three to four times a day. And he's not, he's not liking any solid food like chapati or like bread or something like that. You'll, you'll find many, many such. So uh, craving for milk cream can be a symptom of this. Uh, when we are speaking about cravings are here, yes. uh, craving can also be a symptom of uh, Ati Agni or Tichna Agni. Yes. Uh, how, how do we differentiate this clinically? Uh, there is a little bit difference of that. Like that craving you will find is for some little period. And that craving you'll find a person is having craving for a particular kind of thing like a particular kind of food let us say here we will find one food which is called a rajma the person is that that kid is having a craving for rajma is saying that this food should be given to me uh, every other day for six months it is okay and for after six months he will develop hatred for that food so this kind of this kind of variations you will see so for that kind or and in that ati agni or that bhasma krog the patient will not crave for anything in particular. He will crave for anything to eat. Anything to eat. He'll say, keep on going something to eat to me again and again, again and again. Whatever it may be. A related question also from Pradnyaji here. Uh, do people get disease uh, when they have cravings for abnormal food or any food like sweets? She gives an example. A six-year-old girl had craving for sweets yes. and ate lots of sweets, meat and later developed triglycerides issue. Is this a case of creamy? How would you consider it? It can be, it can be, but we need to, this is only one symptom. What I said is this, that is why I'm listing so many, so many symptoms. Yeah. So that is that girl is six years old. Start taking history from the first year of her life. Mm -hmm. Ask her mother, was she having any problem in the first year of life? Okay. What was she having in the second year of life? What were what was her appetite during the first two to three years? What type of food you see? I got another case. I got another case of that that twelve years kid which was having psoriasis in the last few days. Like when I took the history, they said we were working. We both parents were working, and our great grandparents were taking care of the kid. And in the first three years, they kept on giving the artificial food, Sarelec, three times a day to that kid. So that 
was one factor which caused which helped the formation of creamy and later on autoimmunity so in this in this condition what uh, pradnaji mentioned uh, we can consider uh, creamy chikitsa yes. as an added added part yes added. yes we can we should mm -hmm. we should it will it will increase the cure rate one more question from uh, Padmavati ji is uh, mostly bedwetting plus grinding of teeth. You mentioned that, sir. Yes, uh, yes. Will be definitely due to worm infestation. Uh, what's your opinion on that? Yes, I I have a great experience. I have a good experience in that. Every case of bedwetting, I, I it can be cured with the creamy chikitsa. I have examples of 12 years old, 16 years old boy. Bedwetting can be. I'm again again saying. I'm why I'm saying this because I have been doing this kind of practice in last. at least 15 years bedwetting when it comes sir how would you handle infants see infants is not a bedwetting infants means the kid i suppose what do you what do you take infants I mean 6 years 6 months kid or one one year or, kid or a grown up kid also we can consider no, so, so one like, so th so this is bedwetting in general in in let us say i suppose i consider in one up to one and a half year that is not bedwetting that is like the the kid is still learning learning to his urination process uh, we consider bedwetting after the age of 2 years 3 years when he or she cannot control oh. that is why i am giving examples of 12 years old and 16 year old because so when a person is 16 years old he, he is he or she is well aware of but she so still we, cannot control we will, we will consider the age group of kshira annada and another yes, stages yes 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 so yes. those stages are more prone for prone for creaming Yes, yes. What is, what is the proportion you uh, of uh, cases you handle in adults, sir? Like clinically, I am I am getting all ages. I am getting patients of all ages having such symptoms. Even I am I am giving examples. You are fifty years old, forty years old person, twenty five years old person. I am ge getting wide variety. Almost every in every age, I am getting such such cases. Thanks, sir. Uh, can presence of creamy be detected from nadi pariksha any take on this sir nagesh uh, uh, ji has this question <laughs> truly speaking uh, i don't have any experience of diagnosing uh, the creamy from the nadi yes one may diagnose this but that needs a profound experience let us say if you ask 15 years after from now i may be able to answer this question but <laughs> not now like vikram ji also has a question you mentioned particularly judicious that word with krimikutar yes, rasa yes. uh, what was the reason for using that judicious was it with respect to dosage and that, what was it yes yes the reason for uh, using this word is because the, when we when we introduce some medications or some herbs to the people they start taking those things by their own without consulting their ayurveda physicians so if a thing like like say judicious means you are taking milk you are fond of milk for example and you think that milk is good and let us say your age is like 40 years you are taking milk like 250 ml of milk morning afternoon evening and at night four times do you think it is good for you do you think it is going to uh, boost up your tissues in a healthy way no so that is not a judicious use right mm -hmm. so somebody somebody uh, is very fond of some food like my friend is very fond of burger and he is taking burger every day what will happen after 3 months he is going to develop some problem that is not a judicious use similarly in the medicines so this creamy kutharras it has to be used in that particular dose in that particular duration and under the guidance of physician that was the only concern are there any contraindications also vikram ji wants to know that uh, uh, yes every every medication has 
a problem if it is not used in the required dose even the paracetamol paracetamol has to be taken it is 500 milligram or 650 milligram you just take two gram take four tablets of like crocin or paracetamol you are going to have problems so this is the only contraindication there is no any other contraindication only you need to th think is if the if that particular medication is having some ingredients which are like pith aggravating so you need to know the kind of person is there in front and i i expect that every ayurveda physician which is treating his patients uh, first of all get to know the prakriti of the person that is in front of him thank you sir uh, can you also throw some light uh, in the differences between asava and arista vidanga uh, form, uh, yes, yes, yes. Asam and Arisht form are like the, 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 the difference is only in the form of the process of formation. So Arisht is Arisht is like formed with the with the with the help of uh, fire. We need to make some quath or some, we need to give some more uh, like heat to that in that case. And uh, Asav is like is made in a different uh, process. We put all the things together in a in a vessel and give time and it, it it is formed over a period of time without much involvement of the fire that is the only difference thank you there and uh, any specific areas where you would uh, prefer uh, asava or arista to be used ah yes in general i use uh, both of the things as per the availability but uh, i have seen the arist uh, sometimes they are like irritant to those persons which are having apd symptoms acid peptic disease symptoms which are having little acidity which are having like burning chest or something like that arist may cause some irritation to such uh, persons or arist may cause some disturbance or discomfort to those persons which are of pittaj prakriti pitta predominant nature the persons who are with pitta predominant nature even i have seen pitta predominant persons taking arista in a good way without any problem but that is a case specific okay, thanks sir, sir uh... Krimi is a form of armor and it be number one and if yes, can Chitraka uh, be used or does it have any role uh, Vikramji as uh, uh, Krimi, can it be a form of armor or armor is a positive factor for Krimi, how it could be? I don't consider Krimi is a form of armor. I consider arm is the unmetabolized products of digestion and metabolism and when they are there in excessive amount, they allow the production of Krimi. They they like uh, present, they, they form like a breeding area for the creamy or the organisms which, which are already present. Sometimes we are having the, the premature stages of the creamy like larva. You know, we are having larva or we are having cyst in our body. Somebody is having a cyst of a parasite in the chest, in the lungs and it is not causing any problem. But when there is an ama collected in the chest, it will allow that cyst to grow into a microorganism. And that microorganism will produce many, many chemicals which will be roaming around in the tissues and they will generate a reaction from the body and they will produce symptoms. The other way is possible, sir, like uh, there are creamies in the system and uh, they can generate ama. In some conditions, yes, in some conditions, sure, they can, as, as I told, that amadosh, dushivish, creamy, they are like integrated. Each one can produce other, other can produce other. And Dr. Savitriji also wants to know if we can uh, give Krimikutara Rasa in uh, a state of pregnancy. Uh, if yes, how long it can be given? I think we have better options from Krimikutara Rasa in pregnancy, like Krimi Dhatani Churan. That is the most, like, we need to select those medicines with which uh, we should be firm 
that it may not cause any problem in any way. So that is like a creamy ghatani churan. We can give that in pregnancy in a smaller quantity. Like uh, speaking about this, sir. So what could be the most preferable method, uh, like prescribing uh, the creamy uh, creamy medicines, anti-creamy medicines, like uh, give medicines which expel or kill the creamy, and then give a virechan or something to expel that, or use a combination of both. Yes, we we should use a combination of both. Okay, because. Uh, what I use is like I am using creamy kutharras two tablets twice a day, and I am giving Amridu um, Kosht Shuddhi every week. I am giving it a a medicine every Saturday to the person, so that every Sunday that person must be getting a good evacuation, like in two or three times. So this goes on for like like at least for twelve weeks, and it is a gentle process, and it is not causing any weakness in the body. So. My patients are taking these in a very good way, and I'm getting the results. Do you mean to tell that it uh, might take around 12 weeks uh, for the creamies to totally be yes. even, or, or yeah. uh, you want a more sustained uh, effect and result? Yes, three, three, uh, 12 weeks is the minimum period. 12 weeks yeah. is the minimum period. If, if some patient may require more time, that depends uh, upon the case to case. The later weeks, like uh, maybe if we divide 12 weeks into six and six. The last six or four weeks, you are looking at upunar bawa. That depends upon case. This is it. It is not a similar thing in every case. In some cases, uh, continuously, I am giving uh, creamy heart chikitsa for twelve weeks. After that, I am using some rasayan for the upunar bawa chikitsa. Thank you, sir. Depending and upon the uh, the the progress of the case. And once again, there is uh, a question from Vikram ji. Again, Nadi, as you already conveyed, sir, uh, can it be diagnosed through GIFA or any other diagnostic tool? Yes, that is also a that is also a like a case of experience. You know, some somebody somebody is making many many diagnoses from uh, from observation of the tongue. Uh, somebody is not very well versed with the examination of the tongue. So that depends upon the experience. Uh, du- during pregnancy, sir, uh, yes. many women de- develop different types of cravings. I think you mentioned that somewhere. Yes, yes. Uh, can we consider this uh, as pregnancy related to, or due to worm manifestation or creamy? Uh, the different uh, types of cravings in different women. Uh, Doctor Padmavati ji's question. So see, if a if a lady is pregnant and he, he she has developed craving for some things, this is this is a fact that pregnancy causes craving for many. Another thing: Are we having symptoms of allergy or autoimmune diseases like I have listed in that lady? Is that lady is having such diseases before the pregnancy also? So all these things need to be clubbed, and then we need to decide if that symptom of craving is due to the pregnancy or due to the craving. So we need to take elaborate history. That that is why I'm again I am emphasizing history taking is more important. History taking is well important. It will give us many many clues. Any good creams are there in our body, like uh, good bacteria in our gut? Uh, Dr. Abdul Karim sir's question. All the creams till they are not producing any harm are good. <laughs> it's a it's a like very low, what we say is that's a very uh, diplomatic answer. True, but it is true. we mm. are, we are having creamy creamy mm. are uh, are like symbiotically living in our body they are uh, helping why why the system is made by god like that we we, we are having creamy because these creamies are helping us actually these creamies are doing these creamies are producing many vitamins in the in the gut as ayurveda mentioned that point somewhere so is yes yes it has been mentioned yes it went i am i am not giving the reference but if you say i'll i'll provide the reference in the group that uh, there is reference of like uh, those creams which are not producing uh, 
disease this is these are called sahaj krimis this thank is this you, is yeah. a reference from vimanistan thank you sir thank you sir uh, we would love to have the reference of that uh, oh, yes. and uh, vinaya sondras ji uh, she has a question like if we take uh, dosage of vidanga maybe a proper dosage of uh, vidanga is a long standing krimi gone like is it a almost a permanent cure almost, vidanga is yes yes it is almost 99% permanent cure see mm -hmm. we we cannot claim anything which is permanent in the medical field everything is like related everything is like context specific for example you have cured a case you have uh, eradicated all the causes you have te tell the patient you have told the patient that you need not to uh, use this this and this and this and this will cause problem and everything is going good but at a later stage if that person again is indulging in those causes which are helpful in the generation of creamy what will happen so that is the that is the thing so will amapachana herbs also reduce creamy vinaya sondrasji's questions yes in the in the early stages like the we are getting a case in which we are getting very very few symptoms and we are just doubtful that whether the creamy is present in that or not then we need to employ amapachana chikitsa first for few weeks and we will see we we need to see if that helps so this is like a therapeutic test we are giving ampachak chikitsa in the early stages like 4 to 6 weeks and we are seeing what is the improvement in the symptoms if there is an important improvement in the symptoms that we need to consider that this ampachak chikitsa is helping is 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 helping to stop the growth of creamy that is the thing thank you sir and uh, one more question uh, sir how can we deworm 3 years kit 3 years kit we we need to find something some medicine in the form of uh, syrup many many hmm. pharmaceutical companies now are coming up with the syrups like one in india there is one company that is badri pharma is forming a syrup anti worm syrup we can use that or we can use that creamy dhatni powder in a small amounts with mixed with the honey or creamy mudgarras creamy mudgarras is a tablet we can crush the tablets and we can add some honey and we can mix that and we can uh, give the child by licking okay sir uh, thank you there for your uh, uh, patience answering all the questions uh, with the utmost patience with a smile on your face and uh, very good answers uh, so one question uh, like uh, to end up uh, the session yes yes as pawan sir uh, uh, ventured into formulating uh, his own medicine for creamy uh, because you have extensively worked on creamy have you ever thought of or have you ever done uh, something in that perspective uh, sir i, I am uh, making few medicines uh, for my use for my practical use like mixing some herb simple medicine but i have not thought of like going for a detail uh, like marketing of that medicine or something like that i'm using it for my patients like taking some like this vidangadi churan and vidangadi churan this is not available with any pharmaceutical company i am making this at my clinic and using with my patients and is giving good results thank you sir thank you so much uh, pawan sir for your extensive uh, uh, research on uh, uh, the creamy the concept of creamy i rarely ta uh, talked about topic uh, uh, as i said even in uh, medical classes also it is a chapter which is rushed through and there may be one or two questions like mention the types of creamy and that this and other things uh, students know about the chikitsa sutra uh, of uh, the creamy chikitsa not uh, much more than that very there are very hardly very few people like you who uh, gone extensively deep into the uh, concept i think that this was a uh, like a my uh, like uh, a thought opener on behalf of easy ayurveda and all our participants and easy ayurveda family a hearty uh, thanks a big thanks uh, to pawan sir uh, on behalf of all of us